Welcome to the Analytics of Dynasty. This is a 30-minute Thursday Dynasty trade session. Subscriber Matt is here. We're going first subscriber in. So Matt, welcome to the podcast. We're going to jump hey, right into it greetings. here. <laughs> We're going to jump right All into right. it here. We're going to go Russell Wilson. We got some Russell Wilson trades. So Russell Wilson and, and George Kittle for Lawrence and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And that is uh, just straight PPR. So no tight end premium. Uh, dangerous side. I like the Russ. Doesn't this Russ feel like, for me. yeah, it feels like, it feels like a, almost a free shot at Kittle, right? Like mm-hmm. if you just look at that, like you have to have, I think you got to have Lawrence really far apart from, from, um, ahead of Wilson. I don't think there's just justification to do that right now. Um, I agree. We might find a, we might find a, a trend in this thread. Russell Wilson <laughs> for, for Wentz and Allen Robinson. I think I'll stick with Russell Wilson there too. I, th- I think you're right. I mean, yeah. Here's one like, that's that's interesting from a roster construction perspective. Russell Wilson for DJ Moore. Is it Superflex? Yes. These are all Superflex, by the way. These are all Superflex. All the trades that we're doing are Superflex. Man, I don't know. So I'm the type that hates to be behind at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So so I'll probably just stick with the Russell Wilson side and just, you know, hang on for the last uh, next few weeks or so. Doesn't it feel like to do this deal that Russell Wilson's got to be like the wide receiver one? Like you almost have to have DJ Moore as your wide receiver one. Oh yeah, to yeah, do exactly. this, right? Yeah, and I just I like I like him, but there's like five other guys that I like close enough to him that make you know that that makes some sense. All right, so here's some here's another one I find it the construct to be really interesting. Um, Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, and Logan Thomas for Dak Prescott and James Conner, and this is one point five PPR. So Wilson, Taylor, Man. and Thomas for Prescott and Connor. Okay, let me see. Let me put myself in the shoes here. So I think, man, I think if it's uh, if I'm a like a, a plus plus team, as we were talking about in the rebuild stuff, mm-hmm. I might go with the Dak side for it. I might go Dak here, but yeah, close, yeah. Man. So here's the interesting part. Like you have to like I do think there's a gap between Wilson and Prescott. Yeah. I just don't know if it's someone that that fits the the mold of being running back one. Like if I, I don't rank guys just because it's a it is a um exercise that I just don't have the there's just not enough psychiatry in the world to to get me through that exercise. But the um I, I can't do so I don't do straight rankings and and I don't see yeah. anything linear linearly either either. But the um I, like if Taylor's got to have the best argument for running back one of anyone not named McCaffrey. And right. So like you, and again, this is a pro Dak spot, but even then, like you have to have, you have to have Dak is basically your quarterback one. And Wilson is like your quarterback 15, I think for, for given what Taylor is, I think worth ultimately like to make that gap again, I would, I'm usually one to move up the board at this. I just don't see, and it's probably the fact that I view Russell Wilson in such high regard that I think there's probably not that big of a gap from Prescott. Um, but I think it's interesting. This is, again, that just shows you kind of the cost that it costs to overpay to move up the board. Right. I, mean, I dig that, man. But, like, it's hard for me to move Jonathan Taylor anywhere right now. It's, it's weird. So yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just kind of one of those things that it's, like, league-specific or something. Is it going to be one of those situations where he's going to, we're going to sort of, 
like his production is actually a lagging indicator on his value. Or so it'll be a it'll be a forward indicator on his value, I guess, where we won't know, like we won't the market won't recorrect on his value until like February. And we're like, oh, wait a second. And then we've got like all this time to sort of digest the fact that he just posted a top three running back finish. Right. Years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind, of, yeah. it's kind of what it's going to feel like. And then he's going to he's going to move up the board and he's probably not in uh, trading for a running back in season can be a little difficult too. like it, like especially in this context of other quarterbacks and stuff. Exactly. And I mean, I don't know where the Colts are going and whatnot, uh, but it's just tough right now. I think, right. uh, with them. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. And I think you sort of get some of the, um, you're getting some of like the, the dirt from that situation sort of rubbing on mm-hmm. him where if you just sort of looked at the name and the profile, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's, that's got running back one written all over it. Right. Right. Um, here's another interesting one from just, uh, and we were sort of batting this around in the, the, the group me chat earlier today, Russell Wilson and Christian Kirk for Aaron Rodgers and Adam Thielen. So, I mean, I think, again, in the lens of like a, of a contending team, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd probably hit the Rogers side on this one uh, just because just to bank those points, you know, especially if Russell Wilson and you don't really have anybody else that, you know, you have a quarter, you know, let's right. say you have Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. I have that in one league, lost Russell Wilson. I would definitely uh, do this trade to get Rogers. Yeah, doesn't it feel like you're you're definitely in a situation where it's uh, you're it's whatever the long term like I think long term Russell Wilson's more valuable, but that long term is probably like f- three years away, right? Like, I mean, what's the you know when whenever we see Rogers sort of decline, I think he's probably got kind of a longer window than than he is really in a decline phase, and so uh, these weeks will add up, right? Like you need that. Like, I don't, I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be terribly more productive than Rogers over the next, you know, couple of years. Right. And you're basically going to add a win right now, having Rogers over, over Wilson uh, over in the near term. And then all of a sudden, like you're sort of trying to catch up with that, taking the Wilson side and you're adding Thielen over Kirk, which isn't insignificant, you know? So exactly. I, think it's, I think it's interesting. I think lo- like if you're going with the long-term build again, I, I, like I see it coming from the other side, but you, I want a piece other than Kirk. That's, I just yeah, that's what I was gonna say there yeah. too, right? Like if, right. if you're uh, one of the minus minus teams, maybe put a pick in place of Kirk or something like that. So right, right. Give me an upside. Like give me a reason to have an upside shot there, right? And Christian Kirk's yeah. just not the thing that's gonna like tilt anything. And again, maybe you can't get someone that tilts it, but go second to first, or you know, like like throw more, like throw an extra running back at at the Rogers side and say, all right, give me instead of Kirk, give me a, um, you know, I'll give you a second if you give me a first. Like add on to that to get a difference making piece coming back. Other than you know, I like Christian Kirk fine, but he's not going to decide. Like he's not gonna be the reason that you win at any point. Yeah, there's a, you can easily replace that. Right. Here's one that I think is interesting from a, a, a couple of perspectives, and we could do this pre-injury or post-injury. Well, let's just talk about it as we sit here right now. Russell Wilson in a first this year in 2022 for Josh Allen. Man. Could that be Dak instead? You know what I mean? Let's see. Like, <laughs> right, right. That's I, that's an interesting part of this. Yes, that's yeah. an interesting part of that. Dude, uh, 
Man, I think uh, if if build rebuilding, probably the uh, the pick side, of course, and then mm-hmm. uh, if I'm if I'm going for it, I'll, I think I'll take Allen here. Let me ask you this: If this trade was like, let's just fast forward to June, and we're in a draft, and you've got two hundred four, and you want to go up to Dak Presk, and you want to go up to Josh Allen territory at one hundred four, right? So you got to basically jump around. Is that going to cost you a first? Right. Isn't this trade in mm-hmm. August or in the off season? This is, uh, it probably would have cost you a first. Again, I made that yeah. trade in multiple spots. It didn't cost me that because I didn't structure it that way, but that's essentially the price that you would have paid. And so right. it's, it's interesting to see where you have now Allen being, I'm not sure he's better than what he was last year. I don't, I, uh, he's not better than what he was last year, but I think he gives you, you don't have to worry about that catastrophic, like he fell through the floor type thing. And now there's a pretty big gap between what him and Wilson are going to do over the next, you know, two months. It's really interesting. Like when you look at it, what the prior price was versus what the price is now, especially if that's a late first in a class, that's not projected to be that good. Like you're getting all that age and you're getting probably some additional upside. It actually doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. And you're right there too. And uh, actually one thing I like to point out too is, uh, is there, there's a narrative about this next class not being that great, but mm-hmm. shoot, doesn't that mean we should scoop up a bunch of the picks then if uh, people are undervaluing them and then, uh, per, you know, perhaps selling them in the off season kind of thing. The, uh, this is totally uh, it, yeah. You hit on it, right? This is what happens in October. And then we right. spend, we have nothing better to do with our lives from January you know, 30th to April 30th. And then we convince ourselves that this is the greatest class ever. <laughs> um, you know, so, right. so like, this is, this is just the cycle of how things happen. And uh, so, yeah, no, I'm with you. And actually that, that first probably appreciates it. Uh, right. And, and, and that, yeah, that's where I'm at with it too. And it's like, so as we're sitting here, I'm, I'm going to go over here and start making some offers and stuff. And honestly, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a whole bunch of like the Wilson angle interests me because I got a whole bunch of Wilson and I, it's yes. in teams like, like there was a team, I have a team that I didn't intend at all to compete with, but it, Russell Wilson was like playing well enough. I got like some ancillary guys that kept me like even, you know? So I was like, and the equation, I was like, I was basically even minus, but I was in a spot where I was like, Hey, I could, I could take, uh, you know, I, I could take um, picks and a quarterback and go get Prescott, right? I can, I can, I had like, I think five first round picks and I, I can go make trades that get me like an elite piece and and really move the needle on this team. And then Wilson got hurt and I sort of put the plug in that, but this is almost making me wonder if I should go back and, and sort of rejigger some of those trades and not make them Wilson centric instead of some other quarterback centric and sort of add to it. It's interesting. I'm going to have to go back and revisit those given how these look. Oh man. Yeah. It's like, you can go either way. Right. Cause like, as you said, uh, Russ is like my most rostered quarterback mm-hmm. and I can either move from him in the leagues that I'm a plus plus on, mm-hmm. but also if, you know, if I'm plus minus or minus minus, try to get some more shares. Right. You can basically do it in a way that's, that's you're, you're just new. You're just arbitraging it, right? Like that should be like, he's the perfect vehicle to arbitrage right now, because especially if you have a lot of them, because then you have places to do it with. Um, Of course, we're talking like, you you know, you sell him in one spot for more than you buy, buy him in another. And ultimately your price and, you know, your, your dynasty valuation of your teams goes up over the broad spectrum of it. All right. So another guy, which is, this is, so this is interesting because, 
I, I, you and I were talking before we logged on. I have like zero faith that this is going to happen in terms of like this, this trade that's being rumored, but Watson's popping up in the news. And then I'm like trying to do the math and I'm like, all right, like let's, let's assume he gets traded while we're recording. And this is Wednesday night of week, you know, we're, we're heading into week seven, like, and it takes him a month to get up to speed. Then all of a sudden, like, all right, we've got a couple of weeks and then we've got a stretch run. And so then, so then I'm putting teams that I have Russell Wilson on and, you know, there's a couple spots where I have Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, or I have, you know, I have basically middling teams that could really use a shot in the arm. And is it, is it actually what Deshaun Watson coming back and giving me, you know, six to eight weeks that could do that for me? It's a really interesting, I, you know, I'm leaning no. I'm leaning the answer right. to that is no, but I think that it is still an outside shot that it happened. So it's interesting. Um, so that's the context in which we're recording again. So if by the time you listen to this, there has been a Deshaun Watson trade, that's, this is what we know at the moment, but I, I think I am suspect about it happening, but I think it's, it's still possible. Um, right. right. So, so a couple of ones here, I think there's a bunch of different ways to go on these and they're, they're fascinating constructs. Watson, a second, a third and a fourth next year for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I did a very similar one of this, uh, in a league I lost Wilson in mm-hmm. and it was, uh, and I, I got Rogers on this one and, uh, man. Yeah. I think, I think still Rogers on this, just, uh, it was like Watson and a, third for Rogers and Evan Ingram or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like you're definitely getting, it's much more security with the Rogers right. angle. Right. And I think the the upside play is probably the Watson side, but the you're, I think the known with Rogers is, is much, much more cuddly and cozy than exactly. sitting here with what, because you could legitimately sit here in those two years of Watson's prime. And then all of a sudden be, which I didn't think was going to happen. Um, but now, like I think is not an impossible outcome given the fact that Houston's not playing him mm-hmm. and like, it, or you could sort of flip that into a, a still like a, a waning productive window for Rogers. I don't know. It's an interesting, it's definitely a, a how much are you contending and what, you know, how much do you have for the risk? Here's one that's, that I think is interesting, especially where we've come from Watson for 2020 first. And excuse me, try that again. Deshaun Watson for a 2022 first and a 2023 first. So first in the next two years for Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I would even do one like this actually. Cause that's, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're holding Watson, you might as well hold him until he's starting again. I mean, and then what if you're selling your first to buy Watson? What's going on there? Are you just hoping that he gets his job, uh, you know, gets plays this year or something? Or right. what? Yeah. I, I think I would take so I, I have done enough of these trades where I gave like basically just a straight first in 2021. So I gave like mm-hmm. um, 108, or I gave, I actually gave like a couple of like mid first round, like, 108 through like 110 type range and like a couple of later picks like i had basically the same construct with someone that i played the same format across multiple leagues like it's those it's a couple safe leagues knockoffs and the guy had rot the guy had watson um and i had picks that were basically virtually identical across sort of the the off by like a pick or two in different rounds and stuff um and we basically made the same deal twice 
and uh right. and this is like and it was essentially wrapped around like a like a mid to late first and all of a sudden like now i'm cashing that out with two future firsts like it's an mm. interesting like from that from that perspective it's basically you've you've done nothing and you've gotten another elite asset um the question is is like are you still selling watson low you know what i mean like whereas i think it's an interesting like you've you've had all this patience and you've sort of done that you just take the free cash out of the another elite piece and move on i don't know it's an interesting dilemma um it's an interesting dilemma in that Exactly, because I mean, I'm I'm with you, right? We 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 went. Uh, I think earlier this this off season, we would go, you know, get Watson for mm-hmm. the 106 or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this would be a straight up cash out, but at the same time, man, ah, I think I'm gonna. It depends on what the team is like, you know. That's fact, totally actually, that's totally say, fair. That's totally fair. And the yeah, other thing too is like, I want to hit a like Watson's the type of player you can hit like a grand slam with. You know what right, I mean? Like you can yeah. you can. Yeah. Like at, at that cost, he can be an elite piece. Again, with the the random future first in the 2023 class could also be that too. So, and it makes you wonder, like, if Watson comes back, how much more? Like, if he if he gets traded and the NFL is like, yep, he's eligible. Like while we're recording, how much more does he cost? Oh yes, yeah. because I'm not sure it's all that much. Like even when that moment happens, like do you have to give another another core asset to this trade? I'm not sure you do. And because uh, people haven't seen him, I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think his cost is going to rebound at such an outrageous rate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I gave three firsts for Dak, right? I mean, right. that's not all that. Like that's that's another first again. I think so, and I think there's a gap there. Like I don't think it's going up that much more than this particular cost, even when he walks back in. There might be one. One in each league that might. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, can, so can I say something about Watson real quick, though? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's too funny because I would, you know, uh, the leagues that I was acquiring him in, uh, especially like the best ball leagues where there's no in-season transaction, I was planning to get, you know, the 101 next year with mm-hmm. those. If he if he comes back this year, that's going to mess that all <laughs> Destroy up. <you. laughs> Destroy you. Yeah. Destroy you. <laughs> I, I have a i've got a team that i i think i've maybe passed it around the the group chat but i was actually i left it on the cutting room floor of the of the rebuilding guy just because i already did like two jordan centric teams i didn't need to kill everyone with a third one but i have a team that had basically like it had acres it had evan ingram and it had watson and it's it's not full dynasty so it's seven man keeper so basically three out of the seven guys that I was going to keep and it's, and it's, um, it's 16 team too. So it's even, it's like, it's pretty deep. Like you don't really have a ton of opportunities to get guys that really matter. And so I was like, how do I'm like, I'm the socks, like three out of my seven guys. So I'm like, I'm skip it. I'm keeping them all. I'm going to, I'll just, I'm going to be horrible. And I was like, I'm going to flip over my team. I'm going to try and get future picks. And I ended up getting, um, I got two future picks, which are probably going to both be top four. I actually have, I now I have seven firsts over the next two years. And, um, and I'm actually like mildly competitive. And so if, if Watson were to come back, like he could actually sort of vault me into the playoffs <laughs> and oh, it's, it's going to be so, and I actually made a trade today where I, I just got like Noah Fant. I basically added Noah Fant and Mike Davis at the cost of like Sermon and, and, um, and actually a pick upgrade at the cost of Sermon and and Ingram. I'm not sure I'd keep Sermon in the league. Like, I think there's a chance I'd keep that. 
and uh and the pick upgrade was pretty nice so all that together but i'm like hey wait a second like i still have a i still have outs here on the season where i can actually be competitive right. or i can just flip it back over and sell everything off and, and take the take the really high pick <laughs> like i've got lots of options here but it's interesting how like those rebuilds can totally change and and watson's oh, yeah. be such a determining factor in this how about this one because yep. this one's fast <laughs> this one's so fascinating watson in a 2023 first so you're getting watson and a first in what is praised as a elite class for Tom Brady and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Was this pre CEH? This is this week. Just... This happened this oh. weekend. Mm. That's kind of what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. I still, I, you know what? I think uh, Watson in the pick for me for this one. Watson in the pick. See, that's that's exactly uh, where I went yeah. with this because, like, I, I look at this and I was like, "There's so many ways to win on the like the the yep. massive win, the 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 size that is the massive sort of dynasty changing win is Watson in the pick. Like, you yeah. almost can't. It's what do you have to have happen on the other side of that to to lose this deal? And it's going to have to right. be like Edwards Lair doing something we just don't expect, and Brady, you know, being quarterback one this year and next, right? Like. Yeah, and you, it's like and you, you whiff you on the hope, pick, right? Yeah, you need right. to hope to be in the money, and, or even you know win the championship this year for that to kind of like pay out for you. To- totally, and and Watson will like go to prison. Like you basically need like the, <laughs> right, you, you right. need the extremes on both ends for it to be yeah. a win on the other side. And I get why the contending team would want Brady and Clyde edwards lair I just yeah. if it's if it's a better asset than Clyde edwards lair that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like if right. it's I don't know, like. Swift or someone like that. It's it's just a that's a tier above that you're probably going to get. But I think it's, it's like sure. even Zeke maybe something Zeke, like that. Yeah, because Zeke could make a difference, and that actually right. really leans into your Brady timeline too. You know exactly. I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sort of with you on that. All right, one last one for uh for um we'll we'll recycle DJ Moore here for a second. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick and DJ Moore for Deshaun Watson. Oh man. Well, so this, I is, mean, this is this basically is basically the transitive for, Russell yeah. Wilson deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's just more for Watson. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so I'll fall back to the whole thing again, where I'm. I don't like being behind on quarterback, even if it's mm-hmm. for next year. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll take the Watson side on this one. Yeah, you know, I keep coming back to this, and it's like, which guy? And this is, we'll talk about another one in a second, but which guy is going to be the guy that really tilts your roster on a championship team? And it's going to be Watson. Like Moore's yep. nice, but, but man, that's like, if, if it's maybe if it's a different, if that, if that quarterback is cousins or if that quarterback is like Derek Carr instead of Fitz, like, I think right. that matters. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because I think like Watson can totally change the axis in which your team rotates. I just don't think DJ Moore can. And I think that that at the t- at these elite like sort of costs, and I don't think it's even that high of a cost. Like again, like DJ Moore right. is like a like what wide receiver out of somewhere between eight and fifteen if we were to rank them. Like it's mm-hmm. that's a like it's a nice cost, but it's not anything that like if that person misses, like that's well within the range of outcomes at a probably a higher rate than we would ordinarily think of it so i think it's interesting 
Um, yeah, right. the guy getting fits must be like a Heineke owner or something like that. <laughs> right, right, right. He's gonna, he's gonna stash, <laughs> he's gonna stash his, uh, yeah, he's got it. He's got to back up his his Heineke shares. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so we've got we've got uh, a couple more minutes here. So we've got um, you. We've got we've basically got six minutes to go. Let's hit two more All players. Right. We've got Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas for Devin Funches in a 2022 first. So it's basically Thomas for a first. MT for me. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Can't he make a huge was, difference here down the stretch? Yeah. Like, there's no one there to throw to other than him. Like, just, yep. It's just, it's interesting. I'll, um, I'll, you know, yeah. I'll wait until he shows that he can't freaking do it anymore. Right. Then, you know. Right. Right. Especially if you're contending. I don't know. I just, I think if right. that picks late, like, man, that the, like, he has to be like totally falling off a cliff for him not to outpace right. that. All right. Here's a different angle on, on pivoting him. Right. So that was basically a pivot across to a pick. Michael Thomas and a 2022 first for Tyreek Hill and a 2022 third. So basically moving mm-hmm. Thomas in a first up the hill and then getting a third back. Maybe. Maybe this is because uh, I have zero percent of this guy, but I will go with Tyree Kill on this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just so I can have, just so I can have one, you know. <laughs> right. Again, this is now. This I don't one know is if like, I can do it though. Yeah, like, I would. I would because you're getting like a top five wide receiver. Like, and right, you but don't I'm know. Saying, I don't know if I can. If, if it would even be accepted if I were to, to try this out, though. True. 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 It'd be interesting <laughs> to like if that team is not competitive. What if right. the Tyreek Hill? If that is interesting to the Tyreek Hill owner, um, I've got a fair amount of Thomas, so I I'm gonna, I'm interested yeah. in exploring something like that. Um, I, Thomas and um, J.K. Dobbins, and this is gonna have to be a lesson for um, for us uh, in, in future in future <laughs> iterations because uh, you have you have a couple of these like you've got you have some of Dobbins and you actually have some of. Uh, of cam acres as well, where they're the same, they're basically the same deal, but it's, it's Michael Thomas and it's JK Dobbins. Uh, and it is for, um, it's for, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I totally botched. I put Sanders. I think it's Emmanuel Sanders. It's Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, um, it's, it's Thomas and JK, uh, JK Dobbins for, um, for Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders. Man, oh shoot! I think I'll go with the AK forty-seven side on this one because uh, I think that he can, you know, especially if I'm contending, I'll go with that side. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just it seems like you're getting a, a, a big time difference making piece. Here's another one. Here's the mm-hmm. like the most fascinating, and we'll end with a couple acres straights. Acres yeah. in a twenty twenty two first for Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Dang. What was this? What's this, the highest, the scale of the, uh, the slam dunk smash. This is the like drop the <laughs> infant and like run, yeah. run, run like, like risk running it over with a car to get to your computer. Yeah. And <laughs> oh yeah. Kamara Thomas side right there. <laughs> Isn't this, and I have a couple more. So we'll, we'll, we'll finish with a couple. So, all right, we'll pivot to acres for a second. A couple more acres, right. acres in a 2022 second for Mixon. Mm. depends on how you feel about mix and yeah that's dude, totally I, this is so this is one that I, I actually can't picture myself doing either way but if i were if i had to choose probably man 
I go for mixing mm-hmm. if I'm, you know, if I'm going for it. Um, but if I need like some, you know, future upside or whatnot, acres that. Yeah. Do you think there's more of a of a a market in this offseason to trade acres or to trade Joe Mixon? You're talking about next offseason? Yeah, uh, like man. if we're sitting in like I three months from now. Depends on how Mixon finishes the year, but mm. uh if you hear good stuff about the Achilles, I think uh I'm pretty sure Acres might might start getting more interest. Yeah. Do you yeah. disagree with that one or uh, you know, it's always tough to predict how the market's going to react to some of these things, but yeah. it's this, the, the, I think the big takeaway from this, and you're going to, the next two that I'll actually do with you, and we've got basically a minute and 30 left, but we've okay. got the next, the next two that I sort of look at, I think is it's such a huge takeaway for me. Acres and a 2022 second for Nick Chubb. Chubb. Right. Right. Isn't yeah. that the yeah. piece that you sort of like, if you can do that for mixing, like, yeah. can you, holy smokes, you can do that for Chubb. That's incredible. That's incredible. Right. Here's the, here's the other one that I think is fascinating and the big takeaway. Akers and ETN for Dalvin Cook and Devontae Booker. Jeez. Yep. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 360 slam dunk. Right. And, and this is like the, the takeaway for me on this is like you have to like the pain of waiting on some of these deals. Like even when you have a guy that gets hurt, like if you can buy low and you can just, or you can just stash him or just take it and deal with it. Like you can flip it for a core asset when there's people that are desperate and looking for, you know, they're desperate for hope in the future. Like this is exactly the pivot that you can make. And it's totally gettable, even though it doesn't seem like it at the time. Um, It's, it's a, it's a fascinating like slam dunk trade because you're basically Mm -hmm. trading two, depreciating or, you know, two really depressed assets for, for a, a total difference maker. All right. One, yeah. one, uh, you want to do one Patrick Mahomes trade? Oh yeah. Let's go. All right. Here we go. All right. We've got 10 seconds. We got 15 seconds. Stafford, okay. Andre Swift, Tyler Boyd for Patrick Mahomes and Debo Samuel. Mahomes on that. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's yep. a steep price to pay too. All right, Matt, thanks it. for coming on. I appreciate Cheers. it. We're at 30 minutes. Until next time, continue embracing the variants. We'll talk again very soon.